rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? My, my friends, what's happening? My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out another night. I'm glad to be here. And I see the chat room is filling up already. That's great. Nice to see you, Richard. Nice to see you, Errol. Welcome back. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it. You're worth it. Um, nice to see everybody. I'm looking forward. To <laughs> I'm looking forward to a nice show tonight, everybody. Can we just have a nice show for once when we get together? Can't we all just get along? All right. No, we can't get along. Um, well, not with some of our, our, not with conservatives. I don't know. I, I, what I'm going to do, well, whatever. All right. All right. Tonight, I want to talk about Meghan McCain. <laughs> and I also want to talk about the, because um, Meghan McCain, it's just too easy. It's too fun. When I saw uh, Meghan McCain's tirade today against uh, well, against the MLB and Joe Biden and Democrats for having a reaction to Republican voter suppression laws. So we'll talk about that. And we'll also, I wanted to play the, the cringeworthy video of conservatives yet again trying to be funny. They're not funny. Conservatives are not funny. You know why? I mean, this is really goes into it's human psychology. It's because humor is is um, is punch up, not punch down. So when you're punching down, you're you're just being a dick. So it was. It reminds me. Well, for example, one time when I was doing stand up, there was a comedian who was model thin and. You know, she kind of looked like a model, too. And her whole set was about some some fat person, that like some fat girl that she knew. That's not comedy. That's just being a, a an asshole. And that's Republicans. So this is, it does, you don't have to un, un, really unpack it. That's really why... The Republic clowns don't have the equivalent of The Daily Show. It never works. They try, but it's unsuccessful. They come off looking like douchebags. That's it. And they are douchebags. And they might, the, and the laughing and the whatever, the comedy, the humor that they appreciate behind closed doors um, is just, uh, what, ra- it's racist, it's tinged with racism it's tinged with homophobia and misogyny and it's uh it's infantile uh, and thank i have to i should really thank them for what they for this new show because it's going to give us a lot more material because it really does suck it almost um i almost felt sorry for them for a second it's called guffield we're just going right into the show, I guess. I But before I go into the show, we really get into the bulk of the show. Remember, you know, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin if you want to have a daily show at a set time. If you Right now, if you want to follow the show, hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you know that um, when we, when the show goes live. Hold on. 
getting hot in here. So I had to turn the fan on a little. And what else? Be what else? Yeah, become a become a patron. Yeah, that's gonna be on my tombstone. Um, what else? Oh yeah, give the show a good review on iTunes. It also helps, I don't know, whatever. I ask you to do a lot. You can join us on our Discord community. Reach out if you're like Greg. Be like Greg when he goes on to, I think he was on Randy Rhodes' chat, and he was talking about the show and inviting people to come and listen to the show, and we actually got some listeners that way. So I appreciate that. All right. And that's how we'll we'll grow. In the meantime, we'll keep going and growing. As long as you guys keep coming back, I will. I'll be here. So thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's just get into it because I'm in the mood. And also, I started the show late. So as usual, thank you for your for your patience and your flexibility, really. And thank you for your super chat, Richard, right out of the gate. I really do appreciate it. It it that helps us helps the show keep going and growing through the practicalities of producing a show. That's how it is. We need to uh, we need about a thousand more patrons, and we'll have a show, a daily show at a set time. Okay. I hope so. I hope before I drop dead off this planet, we can do this and. Does your cat have a Patreon? Maybe it's time. I would do that. I would actually do that. But I don't have the time. <laughs> I have so many things I want to do. <laughs> I would do the cat Patreon thing. White Rabbit asks on the chat. Does your cat have a Patreon? Maybe it's time. I bet you the cat's Patreon would probably g catch on <laughs> quickly. I see some of these cat videos. I have some cat videos I wanted to... One of the things I want to do is I it's always in my mind because it's just me doing these things. I and I don't have a uh, you just don't have an endless amount of time to do things every day and it piles up. But one of the things I wanted to do is um put some videos like on TikTok and whatever. I need help. Somebody should do that. Somebody should volunteer to do that. All right. Who cares, right? Whatever. Let's keep going. Keep going and growing. Maybe it'll be a moot point eventually. Because we'll have so many patrons. We won't know what to do with them. Really need some assistance. That's what I'd, I'm praying for. Some assistance up in this bitch. For this bitch. It helps. All right. Eh. Thank you. Thank you. Keep coming back. It works if you work. Um, let's see. Are we talking Biden's DHS to finish gaps in Trump's border wall? I guess oh, you guys are talking about something else. But let's talk about first. Let's talk about which one do you want to do first? Let's ah, let's do this. The um, the new show Guffield. It's called. Fox's attempt yet again to be funny and this morning they tweeted it out and the uh, it wasn't a hashtag but Brian Williams name was trending because part of this guy's first opening monologue the bits I mean this is their this, this is their their you know best foot 
forward. This is their pilot show, their flagship show, or whatever. I don't know. The first show that you, is going to set you up for success or failure. And they, I mean, I'm sure all the planning, because I, I work in TV, I know what goes on behind the scenes. But, God, how embarrassing. I mean, you're talking about grown people, professionals. So I, I don't know how anybody w- can work in, in conservative TV or media, period. So that takes a certain level of something. So either you're, you're one of them or you don't care. You're unconscious somehow. Or you're desperate, I guess. Maybe that you can't find another job. I don't know. But why? Why would you work? If, if that's the case, try harder. Don't put your talents, whatever they are, into, into that. Unless you're trying to deliberately sabotage it. Maybe that's the case. Th- that will explain the, just how, how unbelievably bad it is. But let's watch, and you be the judge. Because I can't do it justice. Where the hell is it? Here we go. All right, here we are again. A brand new show and a brand new Greg. I'm as giddy as Kamala Harris explaining kids in cages. <laughs> what or does Woody that Allen mean? hearing about kids in cages. Okay, I understand Woody Allen is a pedophile. So, but kids in cages? What does that mean? I guess it's supposed to turn him on or something. Woody Allen. Couldn't you say, I mean, aren't there others more contemporary? I don't know. If you've been watching the GG show on Saturdays, welcome. If you love the five and felt Wait, the- and also, what is Kamala Harris explaining kids in cages? What the hell does that mean? It's right out of the gate. The first joke sucks. See, that's one of the rules in stand-up comedy. The, you get up there and you... You say something quickly to get the audience on your side. You, a quick laugh, something that will that's, that sets the stage for the next however many minutes. But and this is what they came up with. All right, here we are. Wait, let's let the music go. Hold on. My name is Tara Devlin. That's right. Thank you for hanging out and for supporting the show, guys. You're great. All right, you're great. Thank yourselves. I used to go to a shrink and I would say thank you when I would leave and she'd say thank yourself. Well, thank yourselves for being here. Because you're doing yourself a big favor. Not going through life. I mean, you did that all by yourself. But now you found this show, so congratulations. You don't have to go through life with... With just this, without, with just guff fields, the guff fields of the earth. That's why we have to continue to support the liberal media. Because, God, if I live to see the day when the guff fields of earth are, are sitting here in their living room saying, please become a patron, I swear it'll all be worth it. All right, let's start again. So here he comes right out of the gate with this Kamala Harris joke? I don't understand it. Maybe somebody in the chat room can explain it to me. 
I don't understand what's funny about it. Is this some kind of inside joke in conservative media? Uh, Kamala Harris explaining kids in cages. You put the kids in cages. What are you talking about? You not only did you, you have you separated kids from their mothers. Why don't somebody explain that? Disgusting. The world knows the humani- the, the humanitarian crisis that the Republicans made worse deliberately as a strategy. Because that's all they have. So what's this? Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand why. What does this mean? Is it something that's common knowledge on conservative media? Again, a brand new show and a brand new Greg. I'm as giddy as Kamala Harris explaining kids in cages. What does that mean? As giddy as Kamala Harris explaining kids in It doesn't make any sense. Because that's how... Why don't... It's more um, the truth. That's one of the other things about conservatives, and that's why they suck at comedy and everything else, is that comedy has to have truth. If it doesn't ring true, it doesn't... People won't laugh. It's It feels fake. Because it is fake. So there has to be some truth in it. Even if it's exaggerated. So that's why it sucks. This is 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 already it's an abomination. What does that mean? I somebody can explain it to me. Oh, is that it? Peter on the chat said Joe Biden. Where is it? Joe Biden put Kamala Harris in charge of the border, and there are now seventeen hundred kids in cages, seventeen thousand kids in cages today. But what is that? Why is that making her giddy? It says giddy as Kamala Harris explaining kids in cages. The difference is the kids aren't being separated from their mothers and they're also being allowed their day in court as far as I know. They're not... um, I don't know uh, all of the ins and outs of it. All right, let's continue. (laughs) Or Woody Allen hearing about kids in cages. (laughs) If you've been watching the GG show on Saturdays, welcome. If you love the five and felt the need for more GG, that's awesome. If you ended up here because you thought your TV was the microwave oven, it's good to see you, Mr. President. (laughs) Your pizza will be warm in two minutes. And Hunter, he brought the extra cheese. What the fuck does that mean? I mean, I understand what they're going for with Joe Biden. They're, they're trying to pretend he has dementia. Unlike Twitler, who was sharp as a tack, clearly. That's, the, that's what they're, the alternate reality in Republican bizarro world. Yeah, uh, it's, just, it's just lazy. Because it's not true. It's, it's, it's so, I mean, what am I trying to say? They're trying, this, yet again, truth has no, um, it has no place in conservative reality. They're, you know what I mean? It's, they, they make it up. That is one of the hallmarks of fascism. 
fascism is not interested in truth. It, it is the truth. It tells you what the truth is. So is Joe Biden an old man? Yeah, he's old. But um, as somebody who uh, knows, knew intimately my father had dementia and I helped take care of him, not as, I mean, he lived with my sister, but I, I have some pretty gruesome memories myself of having to take care of somebody with cognitive uh, decline. And it's, it's, it's horrific. And he, Joe Biden, does not have dementia. Anybody who knows or has an experience with people with dementia knows nobody who has dementia can stand up and give a press conference. Does, does he stumble over words sometimes? Yeah. So do I. So do you. So does that prick. But he doesn't have dementia. It's, it's just irritating. And it goes to show you the disingenuousness of their entire ideology because they're not trying to do... Um, they're not trying to govern, you know, to help govern this country. That's not in the agenda. Criticize Biden by all means. By all fucking means. Go for it. But... Can we stick stick with reality? Criticize him. Then it's the same thing they used to do to Obama, and it would drive me insane, too. Criticize Obama, as I did at the time as well. But tell the truth. Criticize him on the things that he's actually doing. There's, there's things you can criticize, but they, the thing is, with Joe Biden, I suppose, they, what are they going to criticize him for? Oh, he's uh, cancel culture? I mean, it's another bullshit. More bullshit. He's what? Oh, he's trying to spend a lot of money to make this country actually one of the uh, shining lights of the world? The city on the friggin' hill I keep hearing about that where kids are drinking out of lead pipes? Where the Chinese are riding around on bullet trains while... We're riding around in the same old shit that they put together in the great prosperity. So it's about damn time. So what are they going to criticize? It's like Joe Biden says, the Republicans and the, the, the filthy fascists who enable them, the, the right-wing Democrats may not like the, the infrastructure bill or want to spend money on the American people because they don't, don't, they don't want to spend money on the American people because that's not what they're doing in office. They're there. They, they didn't destroy the American working class only to turn around and build it back up. But this whole uh, Joe Biden has dementia thing is so tediously irritating to me. It's, uh, it's offensive. Well, what else is new? It's, it, it is everything that um, they are, I should say. They really are disgusting. And they don't, they don't have an interest in governing. Because if they did, just tell the truth. Make some fucking jokes about the truth. Maybe then you'll be successful. 
And what is this? Uh, um, I'll bring the uh, what's his name? Uh, Hunter Biden bring brought extra cheese. <laughs> what the fuck? It's it's embarrassing. I remember you know doing stand up and watching somebody bomb. It's hor- It's the most horrible feeling. I can't say. I mean, knock on wood. I haven't really bombed. I've haven't. I've had good nights and bad nights. Not great nights, but I haven't really bombed. You know, I'm knocking on whatever this is. But I've seen it happen, and it sucks. It's horrible. I hate watching it. But for them, it was. I had the same feeling. I felt bad. But then I reminded myself that these are a bunch of democracy-loathing fascists trying to overthrow the constitutionally limited democratic republic. So we need to uh, eviscerate them, you know. Literal, not literally. <laughs> I was going to say li- literally, no, figuratively. <laughs> not literally. I only eviscerate them literally in my dreams. You all made a great choice. For proof, over at MSNBC, let's see what Brian Williams no, is here up we to go. right now. Good evening. I'm Brian Williams, and I am on Mars. Yes, I jumped on a chopper and now I'm on Mars. I've been here for a year now. I built a castle here made of mastodon carcasses and marshmallows. This is where I invented all the COVID vaccines, as well as penicillin, the smartphone, and fluffernutter. (laughs) Some things never change. Meanwhile, what's on CNN? Wait, wait, wait. We can't just let that go by. What the fuck? What does that mean? That's funny. That's not funny. What is the underlying message they're trying to get across there? Good evening. This is Brian Williams, and I am on Mars. It reminded me of something like when my nieces and nephews were little. Like they would say, let's put on a show. And then they would, let's play whatever, TV. Let's play TV news. I'm here on Mars. Something a, a child would come up with and, the, and think it's really clever. And, of course, I would laugh and think it's cute because it is. Because you're eight years old. But this is a bunch of grown professionals that had to interview for the job. They had to bring their real... They had to get their uh, resumes intact and scrutinized. I mean, what's the what's their calling card? I I hate to see what they've worked on before. Let's rewind this again, because it it it's almost so horrible to believe that this is on. Uh, a major news network, a major network in general. And it makes me sad because think about all of, I'm, I'm here saying become a patron so we can get a goddamn producer and get some help in here. And they have a whole team of people putting that together, writing that script. It's not just one person that sits there and writes a script and says, okay, this is going on the air. It goes through a, an approval process. So how did this get on the air? 
because uh, uh, doesn't anybody was was there anyone? I mean, it's uh, it's probably it's almost like Trump in a way where no one can stand up and say this sucks. You suck. Stop it, because they're all in the cult. I have a great idea. Well, let's do this a segment of where you go. Let's see what's going on on MSNBC. And Brian Williams is saying, I'm here on Mars inventing the coronavirus. It's the worst in so many ways. What? So what is that? What are they trying to say? That news, it's fake news, right? So, oh, I get it. It's so fake. It's it's outrageously fake. That's how fake the news is. Like when they say things that like Trump robbed all of his dupes where three percent he was responsible of three percent of all of the um, defrauded customers in the United States. It was thanks to their so-called president that they sent money to who, who once he got a hold of their bank account proceeded to systematically drain it against their will like a parasite that's what that is, that is a parasite but that's the truth but here we go it's fascism it's i guess that's what they're saying the news is fake so if you're going to be fake my, why not say you're on mars is is that the joke i don't know i'm trying to find Somebody knows. <laughs> Brian Williams, and I am on Mars. Yes, I jumped on a chopper, and now I'm on Mars. I've been Tony here used for a chopper year now. Too. I built a castle here made of mastodon carcasses and marshmallows. This is... What the fuck? What? I, I, I wish I was tripping on acid right now. Maybe it would make sense. Marshmallows and mastodon carcasses. And they all sat around the writer's room, throwing this back and forth. And somehow they said, yeah, let's go with this. I invented all the COVID vaccines, as well as penicillin, the smartphone, and fluffernutter. <laughs> Some things never change. Meanwhile, what's on CNN? Something, even that doesn't make any sense. Something's never... I'm so confused. Do I have dementia right now? Because that's what it feels like. Maybe this is what dementia feels like. When something like this is playing in your... You think you can keep up. They're saying words are coming out of their mouths, but it's not making any sense, and everybody seems to be going along with the madness. <laughs> Some things never change. What does that fucking mean? You, sir, this is are a racist. Oh, man. You racist, are racist, racist, you are. racist, you are. white, you are. male, Terrible. racist. You're the racist. Racist. Awful. So we know what that's about. Because, of course, it's white males are the most picked upon demographic in the country. That's the Republican stance. And in order to be a Republican, whether you're a female, whether you're someone with darker pigment, or no matter if you're not a straight white male yourself, you have to be somebody who agrees with that. 
and who continues to um, to salve the poor eggshell fragile ego of all of the professional victims in the white male power structure you see they're the ones who are being uh, put upon not everybody else not uh, it's just everybody's picking on the white man you see that's what this means humor that's what this humor means i suppose Penicillin, the smartphone and fluffernetter <laughs> some things never change meanwhile what's on cnn you, sir, are a racist. Oh, you are so untrue. Everyone's you just picking on you. Male terrible. Racist. You're the racist. Racist. Awful. Uh, that's from the Don Lemon Hour, who reports the news with the same look your mother gave you when she found weed in your sock drawer. And what does that mean? Anybody? It's painful. What was the look? He reports the news in, with the same look that your mother gave you when, you, when he, she found pot in your sock drawer. What, what look is that? Do the look. I mean, that's... It's as he assumes that everybody has this experience. What, what look is that? Is this a famous look that everyone has the same reference for? But it's, it sucks. That's why it sucks. See, that's why I named the show tonight, Republicans. It's not cancel culture. You just suck. You see? You just suck. You are racist. You are a, a bunch of whiners. You are kiss-up, kick-down bullies. And it's not funny. And nobody's calling you a racist just because they can't, they got nothing better to do. You denying the racist history of this country and the racist residue that we all have to live in makes you part of the problem. But that is exactly what you are. That's the Republican agenda. See? That whole bit there. Annoying, but typical. It's just another recycled old trope that they constantly play out. Rather than look at themselves for the racist that they are. What, what do you mean you're not racist? That's You had a standard bearer who came down an escalator on the first day announcing his campaign, he came down an escalator calling Mexicans rapists. So what is it? Are Mexicans rapists? I guess so, in your point of view, because you're a racist, an ignorant, a bunch of ignoramuses. Because is, is it just because that joke says that it's you're you're not racist this is what they're trying to say everybody's just calling you a racist because they have nothing better to say it's we're just picking on you no nobody would why would we want to call you a racist see we live in reality if you weren't racist why would we even bother we're not like you we're not going around saying Trump is a tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying con man with a fake university and a vitamin scam and a history of sexual assault when um, 
But he's not. If he's not, right? If, when he, let's say he's a great businessman. I'm not the one who bankrupted his goddamn businesses six times over. His not just his businesses, his daddy's trust fund. I mean, we have documented history of this that he sucks. At, so it's the same. It's just like us saying this that Trump is all of those things. When he's not, why would we say that? It's, we're not you. You see, we live in reality. If Trump was a successful businessman who was great, wasn't a racist, wasn't a narcissist, and wasn't a filthy fascist liar, wannabe dictator, you know, Putin puppet, all of, all of it. A, a democracy hating, democracy loathing, big lie peddling con man. We would, uh, we would, we wouldn't call him those things, because we're actually trying to have a government and a country that works for everybody, even you, even the white whiners. I'm so tired of them, aren't you? I mean, I'm so tired of these white, whiny, privileged little bitches who would, I mean, what, what are they trying to say? That everything's perfect? People are in the streets? We just, um, we're just, I don't know, getting in the way. I don't know. I don't know what the hell. Anyway, this is confusing me clearly. So let's keep going. I guess maybe that's also uh, the um, <laughs> what they're trying to do. Confuse, confuse the libs. As for those late night shows we're supposed to compete against, why bother? Who do they offend? The only time Stephen Colbert offend. ruffles feathers is in a pillow fight. The definition of risk to Kimmel is dehydration from crying too much. What? So he's, he's going up against Kimmel and Colbert, who are actually funny. And um, what, so um, something about a pillow fight. <laughs> and Jimmy Kimmel cried on air. Didn't he cry about his, his disabled son trying to get medical care? For this, for an infant born with a disability, I, I don't know the whole story, and uh, that's what he's referencing, mocking that. Now let's all pretend the shoe was on the other foot. If that was a conservative, liberals would never do that. They wouldn't mock them for crying, shedding a tear over their the struggles of a of their child born with disabilities or born with medical conditions. Oh my God, they're horrible. And if anybody ever did say, uh, mock that, which would never happen, of course, they would immediately apologize. The right-wingers would get all faux outraged about it, pretend to be, you may, you, that they, they have to pretend to channel their whatever human feelings they picked up in an elevator somewhere. Fallon, that guy fawns more than a herd of deer. And I heard Seth Meyers and Trevor Noah ran off to be obscure together. 
So let him be. Wow. They got the market Such cornered envy. in calling Americans stupid. To them, it was never about Trump. It's Trump voters. It's not about guns, but gun owners. It's not just about destroying statues. It's anyone who thinks math is real. It's not the issue. What? It's the easy targets, meaning you. Math is real? Yeah. Who, who said it's not? That's why we want the ones who receive the most votes to actually be, be the president. Unlike, I don't know. You, you guys are the ones with the problems with math. Me, I like bashing creeps in power, those stupid talking pinatas Here we in go. politics, entertainment, and especially the news media. Right. It's the news media. You see? And now I, I love this Republican attempt to be the party of the people. It's all part of the fascist grift, you see. And they got that down pat. Because they're all the same people. Or in Zuckerberg's case, things that look like people. And also because the only way they make money is by making people hate each other. It's not enough to say... Right. That's, uh, that's liberals doing that. See, in the Republican Wineville, W-H-I-N-E, they... It's, um, they're trying to, here's, it's like, the beatings will continue until morale improves. That really should be their motto. They're, they complain about us, the normal people of society who are trying to um, get a seat at the table, make a more perfect union, leave no one behind. And Republicans position that as being divisive somehow. So their intransience is not divisive. Their inability to accept change and to bring everybody in to the franchise of democracy and power, that's uh, picking on them, according to the Republican clowns, cons, all of them. So, you see, the, it's the professional victim. As usual, they grab, that, grab onto that. They never let that go, no matter what they're doing. So when they're kicking down on people, when they're slamming the door in people's faces, metaphorically liberal, and uh, literally, it's they're, um, you know, the ones being p picked on. Respectful disagreement makes less money. You have to say it's racist. Well, it is. You're a racist. You're all right. Why does all of your policies target people with darker pigment? Not only that, you're a bunch of friggin' bigots right now all across the country. All of a sudden, all these anti-trans bills every, uh, popping up in a city near you. Blocking people from playing sports. So it's not that trans kids don't have it hard enough accepting themselves, hard, their families, accepting, um, you know, the, the whole situation. It's the Republicans have to, they perpetrate the politics of exclusion. Somebody has to be out. And here they are whining yet again as if there's some kind of um inclusive club 
show me where the Democrats make bills, target legislation against specific groups of people. That's the Republicans all the way for my entire life watching these freaks draft legislation against targeted minority groups, keeping the target on people's backs, making it harder for certain people. It doesn't matter who, if, uh, as long as they can foment ignorance, division, hate. So, and if somebody proclaims, for example, the Black Lives Matter movement, people are tired of the knee on people's necks well, you can't have uh, you can't have that because once once the American people understand that we are in this together, the con, the grift, the right wing grift, that's over. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So uh, listening to them, it's another reminder of how they're a whole, they really are a lost cause. You see, this is not the the sound coming out of this guy's mouth, the the words of somebody who's introspective, who is literally uh, factually engaged into the world. This is somebody perpetually, just like the rest of them, these freaks, pretending, like Matt Getz. It's not a surprise to me that he's choosing to go with the victim, you know? I mean, well, literally and figuratively in that case. But, I mean, in his defense, he's chosen to play the victim card. He's the victim here. He's being picked on. Everybody's picking on him. Nothing is... uh, Because we have nothing better to do but clean up Republic clown messes you know, we're too busy burying the 550,000 corpses, but we got nothing better to do than target that cow look, big, big bouffant hair looking, I mean, stupid looking, overgrown. I mean, he's not an overgrown toddler. That's Trump. He's more like an overgrown post-pubescent. That's who Matt Getz is, emotionally stunted, like a 15-year-old. But... That's why to them, Twitter is a news source. It created cancel culture, a crowdsourced version of a hit piece. What are you talking about? Your standard bearer turned Twitter into a news source, saying don't listen to, to outside news. Don't read the Times and the Washington Post. Don't listen to the truth or journalism. You know, journalists, when they make a mistake, there are journalistic standards and ethics, and they have to correct it. Not Fox News. They go to court to, um, and they argue nobody in their right mind would believe this bullshit. Right? That's what they did. It just even recently with Tucker Carlson and that other, the lady, what's her name, who went on there? You know, Trump, one of Trump's uh, morons talking about the pandemic. That's why we are the COVID capital of Earth, because of their filthy lies. So 
it, it's so um it's like living in a fun house constantly because the truth the truth we know the truth we're living in the truth and then we hear this shit so we have we have to endure for years twitler's twitter tirades telling his dum-dums don't believe what you read what don't he actually said do not believe what the what you see i will tell you what is true and he constantly oh oh more than once incessantly would say thank god for twitter i could go directly to my people i can bypass the so-called fake news and now because they kicked that fascist off of twitter for spreading a lie that got people killed and fomented an insurrection treason so Twitter is now part of the cancel culture. No, it's not cancel culture. Yet again, you just suck. You suck. You say you can do whatever you, you could say what you want. You can do what you want. But we also have the right to have a reaction to it. That's the, it's like the, you want to talk about math. There's physics. Every action has a, an uh, opposite reaction, equal and opposite reaction, cause and effect. <clears throat> so take the consequences, but that's your party of personal responsibility. Yet again, you can say and do and be whatever you want within the bounds of the law, of course, and decency never stopped you though, but we have the right to say something about it. To have a reaction. The Major League Baseball has a right to say, we don't want to play a game in this, in this town that's targeting the people who come to our games. We're not, we're not with this. They have that right. You know, that's, uh, isn't that America? Free enterprise, all these republic. I mean, it's like crazy making because they... Of course they want it every which way, including loose, that's for sure. If they were only consistent, and yet again, what, you know, what am I saying? It sounds, when I say things like that, I'm like, what am I talking about? They're consistent. There they are again, fixing the facts around the policy. That's what it's about. They'll say whatever. That is another hallmark of fascism. And it reminds me of Hitler again. In, the, in Hitler's rise to power, one of the things he did, he went around giving speeches to all different groups, including labor unions and groups that, you know, that he later suppressed. And he would say whatever he believed they wanted to hear. That's part of the tactic. So truth is not, it has no bearing on what they do or what they say. Clearly. Whatever it takes. And the past few days, just listening to Mitch McConnell go on about corporations. What do you mean? You're the ones who gave corporations such unfettered power in our political system. But now that Twitter, you know, it cut both ways. There has to be standards. But whatever. What am I talking about? Standards with them. My God. GoFundMe page for character assassination. 
The press used to write these hit pieces themselves. Now they encourage steel cage matches so they can sell ads and ratings, repurposing tweets into clickbait because it's profitable. What are you? These people have absolutely no shame. They don't. They clearly don't have a mirror. Clickbait. Uh, respect. How about saying Democratic Party, huh? They always get me when they talk about respect and unity. They can't even say the effing name of the party. Democrat Party. Democrat Party. Try, try there. Start there. Start to start by taking politics out of the schoolyard. You stupid fucker. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm doing it again. I'm trying to I'm trying to rein in my cursing. I've been cursing a lot. <sighs> Cancel culture is to the media when an ATM in the lobby of a casino is to an addicted gambler. It's democratized media destruction, putting a joker mask on reality. To what? Oh wow. I mean, this delusion is epic. Cancel culture. Wait, I have to hear that again. Sell ads and ratings, repurposing tweets into clickbait because it's profitable. Cancel culture is to the media when an ATM in the lobby of a casino is to an addicted gambler. What are they talking about? Cancel culture. They're, they're the ones canceling left and right. They're constantly canceling. They're the ones canceling democracy, canceling voting. They're canceling trans athletes, student athletes. Canceling. I mean, every, everybody's being. I I remember sitting there watching George Bush try to cancel legal marriage contracts between two people of the same peepees. Jesus Christ! I've, my whole life, I've been watching them cancel. They've been trying to cancel the 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 uh, the democracy, the decency. Cancel culture, my God, they, they never, you know, that's one thing you could say about them. And when they find a hook, they will hold on to that thing. They will not let go of it until it has claw marks on it. That's for sure. Cancel culture, cancel. They find some little um, clever catchphrase because that's all they have. They're really good at that. Little nicknames, little catchphrases, little branding exercises, but they're, they're good at the branding because they also know who they're dealing with. The low information, low, uh, low IQ, low effort thinking, right-wingers. And it, I'm not just saying that, that's science. Conservatives are low effort thinkers. They've done studies on this. It's democratized media destruction, putting a joker mask on reality. What? What does this even mean? It's, it's nothing but words and outrage that have absolutely no meaning. Democrat, putting a joker mask on democracy? What are you talking about? What the fuck does this mean? No, but yeah, Andre on the chat, canceling voting is just fine though, right? Yes, of course. Canceling voting, canceling decency, canceling canceling anything that makes America great. Uh, canceling the middle class, how about that? While all the while 
proclaiming yourself its champion because you want them to say you want the poor put upon white people who the they're kicking down on eagerly and uh, incessantly but they want them to focus their anger on uh, on their fellow americans not where it belongs everything is not debatable but their power is an illusion their numbers are small it's just that their constant noise scares the hell out of corporations. Look what's happening to Delta. They're more scared of tweets than of birds flying into their engines. <laughs> Which leads us to. This could very well be breaking news, at least to us. I just found out about this today. Uh, Rob Manfred, uh, the MLB commissioner, said that the best way to demonstrate our values as a sport is by relocating this year's All-Star Game and the draft. Demonstrate our values as a sport. What's that mean in a sport where stealing bases is a virtue? <laughs> a sport that was racially segregated for 70 years, where they pretended well, no players and the, were on steroids, even as- Wait, I, wait, 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 wait. A sport that was racially segregated for 70 years? Yeah. It's called evolving. We're trying. And if this were 70 years ago, you know what side of that issue you would be on? And the right-wingers would be on? They're still on it. Look at the, the, the racists that stormed the Capitol. Bunch of white supremacists. That's not me saying it. That's the FBI. White supremacists, Nazis, outright freaking fascists storming the Capitol because they lost an election. And the MLB is one of the corporations responding to Republicans trying to cancel voting based on a lie. There is no voter fraud. There's none of it's none of the the lies that justify their dirty tricks. Uh, that none of these lies exist. So, th what are they talking about? Based on a freaking lie in the middle. I mean, uh, not in the middle of the night, but behind closed doors, they ram through an anti-voting bill. And they're the victims. Because there's a reaction to it. See, we're all supposed to go quietly into the grist and the mill, you know, into the meat grinder. And even then, even if we did go quietly into the meat grinder, they'd still whine and complain because you know what it's never enough and they will always claim the mantle of uh of the victim and that is also that's also another hallmark of fascism you see in nazi germany the systematic murder of the jews and other targeted minority groups only took place according to the nazis because they were being targeted it was them being attacked they were protecting themselves they were defending themselves from the attack and that, that's a hallmark of fascism they simultaneously are the oppressors who claim to be the victims.
know them by their by them by their words by their fruits we're not i mean it makes me crazy watching this because i'm trying to follow i'm like what are you talking about i'm really trying to get into their minds like what do you mean but it makes absolutely no sense because it doesn't have to it's all a bunch of words that mean nothing it's just a bunch of words strung together and that all mean victim somehow they're the victim 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 of of lies of what who are you the victim of people who actually want a functioning democracy people who are sick of getting murdered by cops i don't know people who are i mean sick of it sick of getting pulled over and then suddenly breaking out in a in a case of premature death god they're the victims ballooning heads gave the goodyear blimp a complex Wait, let's go back and hear the beginning of the I just found out about this today. Uh, Rob Manfred, uh, the MLB commissioner, said that the best way to demonstrate our values as a sport is by relocating this year's All-Star Game and the draft. Wah. Demonstrate our values as a sport. What's that mean in a sport where stealing bases is a virtue? The That's part of the game, you stupid troll. My God. Sport that was racially segregated for 70 years. A sport that was racially segregated for 70 years. Okay. It's that makes I mean, yeah. We know. This is the um why we're living in a racist ass country. It's part of the our racist ass freaking history. And you I mean, it's so annoying. Cuz you know if this were Another time, if it were 70 years ago, you know what side of the issue they'd be on. And you know when the army, for example, became integrated and uh, all institutions started to become integrated and schools. Who would these good, wonderful Americans, what side would they be on? They'd be the people screaming in the children's faces as they got off the school bus. That's them. That's conservatives. Now all of a sudden, oh, the let's go back into the history of... So, okay, so we're supposed to say that MLB sucks because uh, their history of racism 70 years ago. What makes that different from any other institution in the United States 70 years ago? Really? But we're not, so we're supposed to condemn that, but we're supposed to keep those effing statues of the traitors, the racists, the traitors, the Nathan Bedford Forrest leader, uh, first leader of the KKK. We're supposed to keep those statues up to honor that history, right? But we're supposed to denigrate the, the MLB for 70 years ago. Um, you can't have it both ways, but they will, will try at least. 
are they is so you're offended that 70 years ago there were a lot, this country is overtly racist that racism was built right into the the beams of this country so okay what do we do nothing nothing so not, there is no racism you see what in this just minutes before they were supposedly proclaiming that being being called a racist or bringing up racism is completely fabricated. God, no wonder this country is sick. You see, we're we're completely confused. We we don't know which way is up. We got to listen to this shit. There are people who watch that. They literally watch that deliberately. I mean, I watched it for the sociological value. Like, you know, Jane Goodall watches apes. But... <sighs> Where they pretended no players were on steroids, even as their ballooning heads gave the Goodyear blimp a complex. Is that like how you pretended Rush Limbaugh wasn't blowing his eardrums out with Oxycontin and sending his maid? His housekeeper to go cop for him? And then he threw her under the bus? Is that what happened when you were turning a blind eye to when, like, Donald Trump Jr. showed up on your set, coked out of his gourd? It's beyond belief, these people. But that is to be expected. I mean, this is how we... They're just... They're disingenuous. They're disingenuous frauds. They will, they'll pick, 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 pick uh, at uh, the fissures of disunity. But, okay, I agree. I agree. It's fucked up. What do you want to do about it? Oh, you're calling me racist. Nobody's racist. We're not racist. We do nothing. Do nothing, right? Don't say anything about their racist bills and their racist agenda, their racist divide-and-conquer agenda. Don't say a damn thing about the racist who came down the escalator calling Mexicans rapists. I mean, it's right out in the open. They, uh, do they really think we're as stupid as the idiots who voted for them? They, I'm sure they do. At least they're trying to make us stupid. But it, it's, you're not going to succeed. Because we know your game. This is a game. It's an old game. We're not dumb like the Republic clowns. At least their heads swelled from growth hormone, not a sense of self-importance. Clearly, <laughs> these cowards got spooked by activists manipulating the media. Because how right, is voter ID it. immoral? Try picking up nail polish remover in West Virginia without one. Don't ask me how I know. And remember, the all-star voting process allows fans to vote five times over a 24-hour period. That's ballot stuffing, or in Chicago, election day. Oh, you son of a bitch. There is no election fraud. There's no voter fraud. And there you go again. They've been saying this sh lie. It's only amped up now, but this lie's been going on forever to justify them. Stealing elections. They're the ones 
who don't want a secure election. I mean, they love their electronic voting machines. Sure, let's vote on paper. I'm all for it. So we can count it again and again, and nobody can hack it like Putin, like your pal in Russia. So let's do what Ireland did and get rid of the electronic voting machines and go back to paper ballots exclusively so no filthy fascist can can take uh, somebody and hack into the machines oh my god but they don't want that that's why they use the big lie to justify their attacks on democracy it's all it's always been this it is an assault on democracy, period. They hate democracy. And this monologue is living proof because they just want to confuse people, to distract people, to give them permission to be the disgusting fascist that they are, to not to denigrate anything, uh, any movement. You know, you talk about the MLK, If this was MLK's day, you know, now they're all quoting MLK. But every time, well, every MLK day, they'll put out a tweet. But if this was MLK's day, what what did they say? He's a communist. He's a traitor. He's a socialist. He's a this. He's a that. God, they're just so... It never stops. MLB lecturing us on values is like me lecturing you on height. Meanwhile... Oh, some self-deprecating humor? Oh, it's not... It's no longer America's pastime. It's uh, cancel culture. Out of control. Republic clowns are really... They must be suffering some identity crises now trying to pretend to be anti-corporation while suckling corporate teat, pretending to be somehow, I don't know, what are they pretending to be? Oh, the champions of democracy while they're destroying it. Based on a big lie, never forget, there was no um, voter fraud in the country. Even... Twitler's own Justice Department said this was the most secure election in American history. Not my words, theirs. President, the president calls the bill Jim Crow on steroids. Yeah, the so-called great unifier now flinging racial discord like frisbees at a fish show. Right, it's when you point out the racist tactics of the Republic clowns, then you're racist. And you're not a unifier. I knew as soon as Joe Biden started saying how he wanted to unite the country, I, I prepared myself. I said, Devlin, brace yourself, Devlin. And I don't talk to myself like that. I, I'm only kidding. Uh, I, but I, was, I knew that we were going to hear it for the next four years at least. That every time Joe Biden did something that they didn't like, they were going to whine that he's not unifying them. Meaning every time Joe Biden didn't do what they want, 
didn't give them permission to put their knees on our necks. That he, they would all whine that they were being, that Biden was being divisive. See, division, you, we, can only, we can only achieve unity with the right-wingers if we do everything they want. If we give them everything they want, then they will, they'll be, they, they won't even be satisfied with that. They'll, they will still whine, but that's what unity is for them. There's no compromise. That's why I'm so sick of a republic. I mean, the, the uh, Democrats talking about bipartisanship with these pricks. There's no compromise. Let them compromise with us once for once. The fact is, we're so far to the right in this country. It's time to go back to the uh, somewhere in the center. Christ. Everything. They, the, the, the fact that we are so far to the right, that this country is so unbalanced economically, economically immobile, that you're, if you're born poor in, this, in the richest country on earth, you're more apt to stay poor than in any other country in the uh, Western democracies. That, that's, that's a failure of leadership, not a failure of the people. And that's a deliberate tactic. This is what they did deliberately. They made that. They built that through policy. It's not the people. The people works, working harder, working more jobs, making less, unable to have the same standard of living that their grandparents thought was a birthright. But I knew uh, every time something happened, whatever, whatever it might be, if we don't do exactly what the Republic clowns want, they're going to whine. We're not being unif- unified. Joe Biden is not unified. What do, we, what do you want, prick? What do you want? Oh, I know. You want it all. That's right. There's, they have no willingness. or They don't even show um, any, any willingness to reach back in any way. When have we ever heard a Republic clown talk about bipartisanship and reaching across the aisle and uh, boasting about... Look at what I've, I was able to work with this Democrat, and we were able to compromise. And No, because they've spent the, the past however many years, my, for uh, mostly my entire life, making it so the uh, Democrats, liberals, are, are, are not just uh, an opposition party. They're the enemy. They started, I mean, really, this is the tactic. They started it. Well, we're going to finish it. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And thank you, Richard, for your super chat. So screw you, MLB. Your stupid exhibition game is about as entertaining as a match of cornhole on ESPN <laughs> at 3 a.m. in the morning. And screw Delta. I and didn't screw- like it anyway. Those were sour grapes anyway. Oak. 
In fact, screw all corporations. You stupid execs are cowards and bad golfers. You cheat on your taxes and you cheat on each other. Do you hear this? It's amazing. You sound, what are you, a socialist? Game is about as entertaining sound like me. as a match of cornhole on ESPN at 3 a.m. in the morning. 3 a.m. Oh, screw Delta and screw Coke. In fact, screw all corporations. You stupid execs are cowards and bad golfers. You cheat on your taxes and you cheat on each other. I hope Dems raise the corporate tax to 99%, except on Fox, which should be tax exempt. <laughs> you see, that's why the country's like, what the hell? Sure, raise it 90%. Let's go back to Eisenhower's tax rate. Let's do it. Screw corporations. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's why, I, again, let me remind you, that's why we are going to win. Because they have to pretend. Even here, look how far they're going to pretend that they're for the people. So corporation, a, corp a corporation does something right points out the fascist tactics of these pricks and they respond with screw corporations meanwhile yeah fine nice to meet you i've been here all along where you been i hope they raise their taxes to 99 percent good me too let's do it they're bad at golf what is this Right, Andrea on the chat. Like Trump cheats at golf, and he does, yes. They're bad at golf. You're bad at everything. They're they Republicans are bad at bad but they're bad at they're bad at this. That's why they suck. They suck at humor. They suck at everything. They suck at human. Maybe I'm turning socialist, but after years of proclaiming corporations as engines of free markets, I realize they're locomotives run by meth heads who'll do anything to save their own hides. It's profit over people, no matter how many inclusion coordinators they hire. <laughs> yeah, bitch. This is what we've been saying. That's why we got to get money out of politics. Now's the time. Now's the time to strike. And strike and strike and strike and strike and strike until you have victory for every enemy that is aligned against you. Let there be that we tax to 99%, except on Fox, which should be tax exempt. I hear a sound of victory. Maybe I'm turning socialist, but after years of proclaiming corporations as engines of free markets, I realize they're locomotives run by meth heads who'll do anything to save their own hides. It's profit over people, no matter how many inclusion coordinators they hire. See, their real problem, the Lord says it is done. His real problem, clearly, is inclusion coordinators, period. It's profits over people, no matter how many inclusion coordinators they hire. Great. Yeah, I know. I know. But that's the difference between Republicans and, and these corporations. The corporations are at least putting on the, the trappings of, uh, of progress. Republicans, they are holding their, um, you know, their, what's the word? They're holding their, their intransience, their, 
their racism, really, their their terrible ways, their old archaic ways, they cling to them like like a baby clinging to a to a blanket, a security blanket. So yeah, corporations, um, let's get money out of politics. That's great, good. Just like I was saying, now's the time to strike. And strike 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 until you have victory for every enemy that is. You see how what we've done to these Republicans by standing up to them, they don't even know how to defend themselves. So they have to pick up the mantle of being a being a liberal, a socialist, because it's correct. That is the correct way. That's the fairest way. That is the democratic way. The American way. So, I and this is like what I was saying, even with uh, everything that happens, like for example, in the pandemic, what happens when we have a crisis? When where's your where's your conservative laws? Where's your conservative answer to the pandemic? Your conservative answer to the pandemic, killing is killing people. It will. It made the United States the COVID capital of Earth. In the middle of a pandemic, just just like in the middle of every day life, every goddamn day, we don't need conservative policies. They're the problem. Conservative policies are the are what creates the problem. We have to overcome those policies. And the antidote, the solution in a crisis or in everyday life is progressive policies, progressivism. What do they do with, with the pandemic? When people start losing their jobs, I mean, that's a whole other story. This country is so effed up. The the conservative policies of kicking people instead of uh, we don't have universal health care, we don't have an infrastructure, we don't that that uh, has people with you know you're able to take sick leave, guaranteed um, health leave. All of that made the pandemic worse. It spread the pandemic. So people who were sick had to go to work because we don't have sick leave. I mean, conservative is, pro- is the problem. So what happens? Like, for the example, I mean, it's just, it's just so annoying, really. The, the vaccine, I mean, it's, uh, it's, all of it is, okay, let's have, you can have your vaccine uh, for free. Well, that, that doesn't sound like conservatism to me. Well, the answer is always progressivism. It's always, we're in this together. It's always e pluribus unum. So if, it's that, if that's the answer in a crisis, so why, why not make it the answer in everyday life so we don't have to end up in the crisis? But, and um, another, this is just another example of why we will win because look at them. Look at the conservatives. Look at this guy. He doesn't even know it's he's he's proclaiming um, himself to be a socialist now. The way he's sounding, 
but this is like this is what they do and it's part of how the conservatives confuse people too and they keep their policies in in place well it's like for example with um tucker carlson when he was he was i remember i was playing that clip from his show and half of the show i mean half of the clip he sounded like me the way he was going on about uh you know different policies but then his about the economic policies that destroyed the american working class but his remedy was um was racist he was talking about the um no fathers in the african-american community and abortion clinics of course he boiled it down so he took america's economic in immobility and uh economic disparity and he boiled it down to more of the divisive policies that gave us the economic um immobility so they're this is just dirty tricks republican dirty tricks Turn a blind eye to China's slave labor, knowing that adding a diversity fun run to whatever history month currently celebrated will stoke the woke in human resources. What the fuck does that mean? So you're mad that what? What are you mad at? That we're not we're we're turning a blind eye to something in China, right? Is this what he said? But you're also mad that people have a diversity run so what you can't have it both ways but there you are their locomotives run by meth heads who'll do anything to save their own hides it's profit over people no matter how many inclusion coordinators they hire they'll turn a blind eye to china's <laughs> slave labor knowing that oh, adding okay. a diversity fun run to whatever history month currently celebrated will stoke the woke in human resources amazing you hear that They'll add a diversity. They'll turn a blind eye to slave labor in China. Well, what the hell are you talking about? Who got patents in China? You're the ones. They only pull this shit out when they can point, it, point at it and say, look, look. You're being hypocritical. What are you talking about? You don't give a shit about slave labor in China or anywhere else. You don't give a shit about tra slave labor in China. You don't give a shit about indentured servitude here. I mean, yesterday, for example, on Twitter, I, w I didn't uh, think of, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but uh, Josh Hawley, I couldn't believe, maybe was it, was it today? Josh Hawley tweeted, hold on, that the United States... Wait, 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 Josh Hawley. That the United States has an incarceration, has an under-incarceration problem here in the United States, okay? It's amazing. Where is it? How do we fucking say? Hold on a second. I couldn't believe it. Josh Hawley, under-incarceration. And we all know that the United States has the most people incarcerated. So, am I saying this? Where is it? 
And he's the one that also foment helped foment an insurrection. All right, I'm just trying to find, I'm sorry, you know, this is why I need a producer. So I can be like, get that damn Josh Hawley. Maybe I'm spelling his name wrong, it's not coming up. Josh, I can't even say it. Josh Harley, how do you spell it? Josh, H-A-W, right? Josh Harley, Twitter. Here we go. Oh my God. Look at him. Ugh, those poor kids. Big tech is censoring public figures. Because they have a constitutional right to have a book deal. Let me see. Sorry, guys. Where is it? I know I tweeted it. It's fascinating. That's why I'm spending all this time trying to find it. Hmm. Anyway, whatever. I'll go back to the video because people are like, what are you doing? It's Devin? not a principled stand. It's their way of doing business. It's no different business. than a bodega putting up a BLM sign. So maybe their store will survive the demonstration. Oh, okay. Because it's riots. It's not a movement for a more perfect union. It's people rioting, you see? And only you only support it because you're scared. You're scared of those with darker pigment. Your fellow Amer Americans with darker pigment. You're scared of them. So you put a Black Lives Matter sign up and you say, oh, please don't hurt me. These pricks. That's, but that's not stoking the fissures of disunity, right? They suck. Yes, Republic clowns, it's not cancel culture. You just suck. Oh, my God. Look at his face, too. Ugh. I know my face is not the greatest, but... I'm not a smarmy effer. Well, it's time to return the favor. That's our job, to scare the people who delight in scaring you. Sort of like an enforcer on a hockey team, but cuter. It's time to turn this one-way road into a two-way street. Oh, yeah. Think of it as part of Biden's infrastructure package, except it's real, and it costs several trillion dollars less. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's no different than a bodega putting up a BLM sign, so maybe their store will survive the demonstration. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Because we know the Black Lives Matter movement, there was a lot of, um, for the, it was f overwhelmingly peaceful. Many of the, of the so-called riots these pricks talk about, of people uh, that weren't, they were defying curfew. And then into the mix comes the filthy fascists pretending to be part of Black Lives Matter and, f and fomenting the violence. These people have been caught like Umbrella Guy. 
breaking the window. It was all the, the right-wingers, because that's how they think. They can't a- afford to allow the American people to, to um, unify. And Black Lives Matter, see, everybody was, was disgusted beyond belief watching that, uh, that cop kill a man in the street. With his put a knee on somebody's neck for for nine minutes. So, I mean, I was watching the trial too. It's disgusting, the way these defense attorney trying to say that he, for example, I, I don't know the the way he was saying how, um, isn't it true that being a police officer is one of the most dangerous jobs in the country? It's not. It's not even the top ten of dangerous jobs. But anyway, I'm not saying it's not dangerous. He's like, well, well, I go to work and I'm not, I don't expect to get into a fist fight. And they're trying to say that George Floyd was out of control. He wasn't out of control. He, and then he was dead and they still sat on him. Disgusting. But so the American people saw that and we were, everybody was disgusted. Anybody who's a human being and a patriot was disgusted and said enough is enough. And we understand people with lighter pigment, darker pigment, we all understand that in order to have a functioning society, and we're sick of, we're sick of it. We have to be unified. We are in this together. That nobody deserves that, to be put to death in the street needlessly while a crowd is saying get your freaking knee off his neck watching somebody sit there a cop as if he's uh, the the king of us all with a smarmy look on his face like that was his birthright to be able to sit there and stamp the life out of somebody for nothing for what reason another another person with darker pigment being killed for no reason and we're sick of it so that's why black lives matter we say black lives matter because if all lives friggin mattered we wouldn't have to say black lives matter but we understand that and the republic clowns understand it too they, the last thing they can afford is for us to be unified, for the American people. That's, I mean, because the mo- that's the scariest thing they saw over, uh, over the summer when people were defying curfew and whatnot going into the streets to protest the, the murder of George Floyd. They, they, the, the people like this guy, they can't afford to have the American people unified. They saw that the crowds, the Black Lives Matter movement, is not just people with darker pigment. It's all Americans of all ages and all demographics. That's the most frightening thing for right-wingers. That's why they had to turn that into um, riots because one of the ways that a, that, a, um, that a revolution takes hold and is successful is for the people to, to win the hearts and minds of the people. And, mo- and they can't afford to have 
the American people see see people as uh, yeah, and relate to them. So they had to turn it into violent mobs to justify. But we saw, we saw too. Who was the violent mob? It was the cops here in New York. I saw them pushing people into the uh, into the street, pushing them down, beating them. Knock I, the, that video of the girl. The she must have been a less than. 100 pounds, and the cop walked up behind her and just knocked her over into the curb for no effing reason. And everybody was appalled by that. Well, not everybody. I guess not him. Because in the bowels of Fox News, and I do meet bowels, they would never uh, afford, they could never afford to be on side, to, to, yeah, okay, if uh, whatever violence there was, report it. But be truthful and honest. Of course they won't. Well, why are people in the streets? Why are people sick of it? Oh, it's for this racism that doesn't exist, but does exist in the MLB 70 years ago? What is it? They're the victims, you see? They're the victims. It's them who are the victims of Black Lives Matter. Just like throughout history. It's always the oppressors who are the victims. Jesus Christ. Because they're scared. Well, it's time to return the favor. That's our job, to scare the people who delight in scaring you. Sort of like an enforcer on a hockey team, but cuter. It's time to turn this one-way road into a two-way street. Right, because it's so one-way. Infrastructure package, except it's real and it costs several trillion dollars less. Oh, Joe Biden's infrastructure plan is very real, unlike yours, unlike Twitler's. That became a running joke. Infrastructure week for four years. It accepts it's real and it costs less. Oh my God. As if spending money on infrastructure is bad. You see how anti-American they are? It never stops. And everywhere you look, they are undermining this country in every way they possibly can. You see, because if, as far as Black Lives Matter too, if you're not racist, okay, and let's say you're ill-informed. You you're, you spend too much time watching Fox News or in the surrounded in the bubble. But if you're not racist and your fellow Americans are in the street, and they're saying, and there there's a whole movement. It's called Black Lives Matter. And you're not racist, and you what what? You know what you would do? You would just say, what's this about? What am I missing? Inform me. You wouldn't stand there or just shut yourself away from it and shut yourself down and and say, nothing to see here. No, 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 no. USA, USA. Why are people in the street? If you If you're a patriot and your fellow Americans are in the street, and you're not, you don't know why? 
then inform yourself. You don't say um, they're not. They're in the street for what? Because they got nothing better to do. People don't want to be in the street. They want to be at home and with their families. They want to be doing things. They want to be enjoying life. Nobody gets into. We're not in the street for no friggin' reason. It's not like, oh, like you know what? We're just gonna hit the streets tonight and start saying Black Lives Matter for no effing reason. And not nothing here. There's no racism here. Those statues aren't racism. No, they're not the systematic. Uh, it's not really uh, the the systematic continuation of the terrorism that it was perpetrated throughout this country against our fellow Americans. No, that's not a symbol of terrorism. But MLB 70 years ago is. Oh, my God, these people. Except it's real, and it's a lot less money. Yeah, because we can't afford it. We just can't afford the things that make America great. Well, let's make it crumble. They don't care. Republic clowns don't give a shit. They want the country to crumble. You see? Because then the private corporations that they pretend to loathe right now, well, they're, don't worry, they'll be, they're suckling it like little uh, piglets. They suckle on that teat. Oh, yeah, they all do. I understand that. The whole system's broken. But g- give me a break, Republic, Republic clowns. Not, not a single Republic. If they're so offended by corporate influence, why are you taking corporate donations? There are representatives that don't take corporate donations. That's only on the Democratic side. So do it. Follow in their footsteps. Don't don't beg corporate. Don't take corporate money. Don't take PAC money. Put your money where your mouth is. But of course not. You know what? They're going to go to the corporation they, like pigs at the trial again and again. They're going to say, wink, wink. No, no, don't worry. We didn't mean it. We were just trying to do what you want us to do. Uh, end democracy once and for all. God. Mm. Am I? I don't know. I also, uh, that's what I'm saying. We will win. That is why we will win. Did you hear that? Did you hear his rant? It sucked, yeah. But they always have to pretend to be us. To be people who respect and cultivate democracy while doing the exact opposite. But Republicans have always tried to, they've always tried to be funny. They're not funny. They're frightening. They're pathetic. They're sad. And it reminded me of, um, well, it was like 14 years ago. Jesus Christ. That's my life flying before my eyes. But do you remember the Fox News attempt at The Daily Show? 
it was called the the half hour news hour yeah it was a real real piece of crap <laughs> so i wanted i grabbed some clips i thought we would watch some of them together i thought that might be it might be fun to take a trip down memory lane to see how republic clowns never change here's they did a bit on um on guns why isn't it playing go right of course it's not fucking playing something's going on with my this happened last night too when I outputted something and it came out as nothing, it came out as black, just a black screen. Hmm, let me figure this out for a sec. I had it. In the meantime, let me play this, actually. There, here's some clips, um, a selected clips from the half hour news hour. And now, the half hour news hour with Kurt McNally and Jennifer Lang. Welcome to the Half Hour News Hour, the show that delivers an hour's worth of news in 30 minutes or less, or it's free. I'm Kurt McNally. (laughs) And I'm Jennifer Lang. Tonight's top story, dispelling reports that she would staff her White House with longtime cronies and political appointees. Presidential candidate Hillary Clinton vowed that if she becomes president, she will surround herself with a diverse, multi-ethnic, multi-generational group of angry lesbians. Ha, 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 you see? Hillary's a lesbian. <laughs> and angry lesbians are just so funny. <laughs> Fucking morons. There are reports that Fred Thompson's portrayal of a racist character on TV in the 80s could hurt his chances of being elected president today, particularly among voters unable to distinguish between television and real life. <laughs> Not true. Here with a half-hour news hour follow-up, we take you now to our very own Hank Allen in Greensburg, Kansas, for an update on last week's tornado. Can you hear us, Hank? Loud and clear, Kurt. Hi, Jen. Oh, there you are. Hank, what are the conditions on the ground there? Well, as you can see, last week's tornado has moved on, and now comes the hard part, figuring out how to blame this tragedy on President Bush. Yeah, because he never did anything wrong, right? Remember Katrina? He handled that like a pro and set only the best people there like Brownie, heck of a job, Brownie. Nobody was stuck in stadiums or on roofs. There were no corpses floating down the, 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 the flooded city streets. <laughs> we just have to figure out how to blame it on him. There's your party of personal responsibility. Again, back, this is 14 years ago. Like I say, they never proved me they always prove me right. Party of personal responsibility. Taking there another example. Taking absolutely no responsibility. Everybody's just picking on them. We remember what a crack, bang up job they did after Hurricane Katrina. They, you, it's a mod, It was so successful that everyone uh, all around the world uses it as a model for how to handle uh, an, 
a uh, natural disaster, right? It's taught in schools. They were so effective, and the skill, it was... We're, we, it really pointed out how lucky we are to have Republic clown leadership in the midst of a crisis. No one died. Everyone had all everything they needed. No one was stuck in stadiums. I mean, or on the roof. There were no corpses. There's nobody. Everybody was perfect. Republic clowns. Well, being a Republican means never saying you're sorry, never taking responsibility. You're a liberal Democrat, a committed feminist, and you know that America is ready for a woman president. But you're not sure that Hillary Clinton is that woman. You're anxious, conflicted. Maybe you're having trouble sleeping or you're experiencing mood swings. You want a woman to be president so badly that even Rosie O'Donnell is starting to make sense. If these symptoms sound familiar, you could be suffering from HAS, Hillary Ambivalence Syndrome, an anxiety disorder that affects up to one in three Democrats, which is why we develop OxyClinton. Instead of Bibles, a hotel in California is now placing a copy of Al Gore's global warming book, An Inconvenient Truth, in every room. According to research, it's the only thing that. hotel guests won't steal. <laughs> you see how funny they are? Hi, I'm Dennis Prager, lover of fine Americana. The day America finally calls it quits in Iraq will be a day we'll all want to remember. And now you can. Thanks to the Road to Surrender commemorative plate series by the Frankfurt Mint. The Road to Surrender series is a magnificent collection of beautifully illustrated, signed, and numbered. Oh, laughter in the audience. On America's road to humiliating defeat in Iraq. Humiliating oh, defeat. Don't worry, we'll never declare defeat since we'll never de- declare victory because we're never going home. This was 14 years ago. The road to surrender. Yet again, another example of everything that Republic clowns talk about, all of their fears and warnings about what's going to happen when Democrats do this or do that, that it'll never, it never comes to fruition. What do you mean there's road to surrender? The Democrats will never, um, they don't want to prove themselves to be weak, right? So... Here we are, 14 years later. People are still dying in the Middle East, thanks to th- thanks to the Republic clowns attacking the country that had nothing to do with attacking us. But that's now, kids are being born. There are, there are young people who are fighting, who are, are in uniform now, they're in basic training, who weren't even alive on September 11th. And being in the Middle East, having a military presence all over the Middle East, is just, it's taken as the way it's supposed to be, as natural. Simpson has decided not to sue the owner of a Kentucky restaurant who refused to serve him last week. However, he hasn't ruled out murdering the guy. What is their delivery? Well, so over the top, too. 
Well, Jack, it is my belief that the uh, attacks on the World Trade Center were perpetrated by 19 Middle Eastern Muslims who hijacked four jets and flew them into the Trade Towers and the Pentagon. Whoa. <laughs> okay, let's back up there, big guy, okay? Walk us through this. These 19 Muslims know Dick Cheney how? What is so funny about this? During this week's Miss Universe pageant in Mexico City, Miss USA, Rachel Smith was booed by a mostly Mexican audience. Probably because for the pageant's talent competition, she built a 700-mile fence. <laughs> Woo! Three more of those and we're good. Hi, I'm Timothy Cox. It was a time in America when certain youth outreach programs faced persecution and intolerance. For example, the North American Man-Boy Love Association, a group that actively promotes loving relationships between grown men and underage boys, has often been the target of lawsuits. But with the help of people like me, NAMBLA went to court and fought hard. Today, despite their ongoing legal battles, the North American Man-Boy Love Association is back to doing what it does best, promoting man-boy love. What the hell? I did that. I'm the ACLU. The American Civil Liberties Union, helping turn boys to men since 1920. All right. According to financial records released this week, Mitt Romney's net worth is over $190 million. John Edwards has about $30 million. Hillary has between $10 and $50 million. And Dennis Kucinich has a paper route. Busy <laughs> bee. With tips, that's good. Apple computer founder Steve Jobs says that if Al Gore runs for president next year, he will definitely win. John says he knows this because he personally designed and built Al Gore's operating system. He's an Alpod. 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 I'm TV's Lorenzo Lamas for Hollywood Helping Humanity. There's an insidious new ailment sweeping this country that's a threat to our very way of life. It's called Muffin Top. When a woman's belly fat creeps over the top of her low-rise jeans. Working together, we can raise Muffin Top awareness and maybe someday put an end to this cruel an unsightly form of disfigurement. Oh my God. This year, let's make muffin top history. For Hollywood Helping Humanity, this is Lorenzo Lamas reminding you that there's no I in Hollywood. What the fuck? These are the people who, what, put an actor, Ronald Reagan, as their, as their patron saint, and now they graduated to a reality TV star con man. But it's Hollywood. Of course, it's the, the same old cudgels that they, the same old whipping posts that make absolutely no sense. Muffin top. And they're being, of course, misogynist, right? I mean, an objective. I mean, it's not funny. It's just not freaking funny. It's infantile. It's, yeah, it might really wow them at the elementary school. And if, a, if an elementary school kid did this, they would be disciplined for being a douchebag. Yep, Eve on the chat says, It is an elitist hobby to mock others. Gossip traits that are psychopath as if they are the supreme being and everyone else is questioned and accused and run over with a laugh and a comeback for more. Mm. 
Yes, Hollywood helping humanity. Because helping humanity is is so, um, I guess, in their view, something that you don't do. And it must be cynical if you're trying to help humanity. So don't even try. They have the moral high ground because they don't even try to help humanity. That's, this is the stance they're taking. And here's the pièce de résistance. Weck will no longer appear on the sidelines of the University of Illinois football games because his character is considered outdated and demeaning to Native Americans. The school's new athletic mascot will be a blackjack dealer. Oh, you see? Don't you get it? So Native Americans shouldn't... What are they complaining about when they are objectified and... and used as mascots and dehumanized that way because they're they're demeaning themselves by running casinos is that what you're supposed to is that the feeling here this is what they're trying to say see you can't stand up for yourself or you can't stand up for the dignity of your humanity because you're you have a casino. You're somehow morally questionable. So, and that's the Republic clowns. That's how they, they, uh, their whole um, superior moral justification for not giving a shit about anybody else but themselves is that they don't give a shit about anybody else but themselves. And anybody who tries to, to claim humanity and dignity and decency don't even try because the the republic clowns they got you beat since they're morally superior it's the more it's the moral superiority of selfishness yet again not giving a shit about anybody because somehow somewhere someone in uh, is failing so you, as a, as a people, you can't claim dignity because somebody did something. You know, I mean, it's like, whoop. no wonder, you know, this, this, no wonder this whole country has PTSD. And no wonder people are in the streets. But this, I mean, this was 14 years ago, but you see how nothing changes. It's the same shit. They just recycled it. There's nothing new. The Republicans, they don't have anything new to say. They have no new ideas. Their whole stance, it's the same shit. Anti-Hollywood, saying that they're not racist. And that if you do, if you stand up for, um, for a more perfect union, then you're somehow morally questionable. Because maybe you did something. 70 years ago or something you're not completely perfect like them they're perfect by not by by being uh racist oh you know full of shit that's the moral high ground here not caring not being a you know inclusive not wanting to to understand that's all that's the moral high ground it's it's fascinating
but it also makes us sick. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. Paradu on the chat. Even they are suffering. Being dead inside is not a lifestyle. It's the truth. Sorry, Republicans. It's true. You nailed it. That's, I mean, it's, it is a, um, a reflection of how sick they really are inside. And I, this is why I say, if only they got the help that they needed, it would be so just surrender. You would, it's freeing. Don't stop, stop, let go, let go of your ignorance. Let go of your hate, your stupidity. Now, for the Republic clowns, they're the, the traitors who stormed the Capitol. They're the, they think that they, that they're the patriots, that they're, so, so why are they storming the Capitol? But people can't march in the streets for stuff that's actually real and happening. Oh my God. Speaking of, another, another thing I want to talk about the Megan McCain. She went on another rant. It's all kind of related because the Republicans are up in arms about the reaction, the, ba- the, the blowback against their voter suppression bills. And they're whining like wounded, I don't even know, wounded cancer cells. Here's Megan McCain. And she actually had notes. She really worked hard at her Megan, what, what are your thoughts on this? I have a few things. First off, if uh, Major League Baseball is going to boycott the All-Star Games, there's a bunch of other baseball games in Georgia that are coming up. They should boycott that, too. Put your money where your mouth is. Just completely remove yourself entirely from Georgia since it's a racist, deplorable, unforgivable place, according to Major League Baseball. Oh, wah, 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 wah. You're the victim, right? The Republicans are the victims. That's what I'm translating from the Republic clown. You should just remove yourself completely because it's such a... We're all racist and deplorables. Yeah, you are. How about you stop attacking people from voting based on a lie? That's the bottom line. There is no reason for you to do what you're doing for them to do what they did in the in uh, behind closed doors it wasn't something that went up for uh, debate they did it uh, with at breakneck speed because their tax cheating draft dodging wannabe dictator con man standard bearer who lost couldn't accept the results of an election And all of the voter suppression tactics up until then didn't work in Georgia. People got out and voted. They were not deterred from voting in spite of all of the barriers Republicans put up. And now they had to erect more barriers. This is what they do. This the, I, there's a huge misunderstanding of this bill. The Washington Post actually gave President Biden four Pinocchios. It's the first four Pinocchios that he's gotten since he's been president over this because Joe Biden said that it, the law was uh, de- decreasing uh, and not expanding the capacity to vote. And it's just it's just factually inaccurate. Hey, bitch, they 
here's what happened here okay of course republicans i I don't know where she's getting her information from but she's probably like what what these republicans do is they they go into their own cesspools and they cherry pick shit but the fact is what what there's what she and the rest of the clowns are proclaiming is that you know, we don't really know what's going on. We don't really know what's in the in the bill. See, they're not trying to suppress the vote. Look, even the Washington Post gave um, Joe Biden Pinocchios. But here's what here's the article. They they didn't give him these Pinocchios for saying what she said, which is factually inaccurate like that it the law was uh de- decreasing uh and not expanding the capacity to vote and it's just it's just factually inaccurate listen bitch they gave him the pinocchios because he said that the georgia law ends voting hours early that's what you know how in politifact and and the washington post when they do these fact checks they they boil it down to the semantics like for example one one sentence in what joe Joe biden said where he said biden um you know says that the voting hours end early that's one thing that he misspoke about but he wasn't wrong about the rest of the law now this law the law had gone through numerous iterations So perhaps what the Washington Post is saying that perhaps Biden was referring to another part that he was briefed on before the law was actually signed. But, for example, here's here's from the Washington Post. This is the Washington Post article she's referring to. And the headline is Biden falsely claims the New Georgia law, quote unquote, ends voting hours early. That's what they're talking about. Not that it restricts and all this. The, 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 the laws, the law, or whatever she said, the law is abhorrent. That doesn't change because Biden said one thing that um, w- wasn't factually correct regarding the rest of the law. The rest, that doesn't negate the rest of the dirty tricks. What he says... <clears throat> The Washington Post said that the facts are on election day in Georgia, polling places are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And if you are in line by 7 p.m., you're allowed to cast your ballot. Nothing is new and the new law changes those rules. However, the law did make changes to early voting, but experts say the net effect was to expand the opportunity to vote. You can criticize the bill for many things, but I don't think you can criticize it for reducing the hours. Is what they uh, what they said, okay? So that, but that's exactly what the Republic clowns do. They take one thing and they blow it up out of proportion. Then then they apply it to everything. So he's not correct about that. So he must be incorrect about the rest of it. But here's, according to Vox, 
Yes, is the article is called. Yes, the Georgia law, election law, is really is that bad. Georgia's new election law, which many experts decry, decried as an attack on fundamental fairness in the state's election, was compared to Jim Crow by many leading Democrats. Now some observers are pushing back. Blah, blah, blah. The fundamental truth is that its existence is predicated on a lie. The bill's passage was motivated by unfounded claims of fraud in the Georgia presidential elections, a lie that Donald Trump spread and continues to spread with the help of both state and national republicans. Biden, the left, and the national media are determined to destroy the sanctity and security of the ballot box, said Georgia Governor Brian Kemp. Yeah, right. The problem with discussing Georgia's law solely in the narrow terms of what this is or that provision does is that it implicitly concedes that the law is reasonable and it is a reasonable enterprise to begin with, that the rationale for its passage is legitimate rather than an effort to further a fraudulent and dangerous narrative. The The conversation is something like in the mid 2000s debate over whether torture works it basically it does not but to even have that debate is to surrender something says seth maskett a political scientist at the university of denver the georgia bill is not merely the sum of its provisions in a country where 60 percent of republicans believe the 2020 presidential election was stolen from trump through voter fraud, it validates that lie. And that lie is corroding American democracy. It also extends and deepens a much older Republican campaign to rig the system in their favor. This is something that they've been doing for decades. So SB 202 is a piece, is a big piece of legislation containing a number of provisions touching on different aspects of election law. In his analysis, Cohen divides these provisions into four buckets. New regulations on absentee voting, new in-person voting rules, changes to runoff elections, and expansions of the state legislature's power over election administration, which is most concerning. Many critics of the Georgia law, myself included, have argued that this last set of provisions is the most troubling one. It gives Georgia's Republican-controlled General Assembly effective control over the State Board of Elections and empowers the State Board to take over local county boards, functionally allowing Republicans to handpick people in charge of disqualifying ballots in Democratic-leaning places like Atlanta. There are sufficient safeguards in the bill. Well, Celatan argues that there are sufficient safeguards in the bill to prevent abuse, but this is a minority view. Voting rights advocates, experts, I've spoken to even Cohen, says that there's a, there is serious potential for abuse. This rep- And they're not going to abuse that power? Are you kidding me? They've already abused power to the point where we're not a functioning democratic republic anymore. I mean, 
we have uh, we're the richest country on earth, but the middle class is lower than 50% of the population. And we've watched Republicans could use their power to continue to rig the game in their favor, to obstruct, obstruct put uh, unqualified judges on the bench. That, that's their agenda. And, I mean, the, this is their agenda. Unqualified judges on the bench and suppress the vote. And on top, for the cherry on top, for the idiots to, to, to lead the idiots to vote for them, to vote for their own demise, like the damn Pied Piper, they throw in the anti-trans bills and all the, the politics of exclusion. That's like the blood and, that's the blood sport of the Republican general uh, electorate. Anything to distract them. It's like throwing Christians to the lions in the arena. Throw some trans kids there into the fray. God. <clears throat> All right. So the uh, the potential of abuse. This represents an obvious threat to American democracy. The more serious arguments that Georgia's law isn't so dangerous focus on. Um, three other buckets, which include regulations that extend voter ID requirements to absentee ballots, sharply limit the use of ballot drop boxes, which is why. Why would you do that? Expand weekend voting during the early voting period, require large precincts to take steps to limit crowd length, criminalize giving voters food and water while they wait in line, with the exception of poll workers, Shorten the time between election day and any subsequent runoff elections from nine weeks to four, sharply contradicting the early voting periods for runoffs. Well, they didn't work. They they didn't work out well for the Republicans this time. That's the only reason they're doing this is because they lost. So based on the big lie, and, and that's that's. That's the problem. The crime in itself. There is no voter fraud. There's no rampant voter fraud in the country. Everything, this whiny little privileged, sophomoric nepotism child who doesn't deserve to sit there and use the airwaves to put more bullshit into, uh, into the airwaves. That's what she's doing. Based on what? Because her daddy was a senator and her mommy was rich and funded his campaign. And she got to inherit daddy's trust fund based on those trust. I mean, well, daddy's her, you know, she's rich. She's the new American intergenerational aristocracy. Oh, God. God. <clears throat> in the contemporary United States with such wide and ready access to the ballot changes around the edges 
Don't disenfranchise people, Rich Lowley writes in the National Review, which is a conservative rag. It's hard to believe that one real voter is going to be kept from voting in these new Georgia rules. Well, why are they needed then? What did you do? You only started to rig the game because you lost. That's it. You, the, the, the voter suppression that were already in place in Georgia weren't effective enough because you lost. So the, and it, that in itself is an offense enough to get people into the streets, that's for sure. If in itself, it's an assault on democracy because they are validating the big lie because they lost. So as this Vox article continues, uh, Zach Bokem, where is it? Um, blah, blah, blah. The Georgia bill validates Trump's big lie. Policies are enacted to solve problems. In the case of SB 202, the alleged problem is simple. Voters had a crisis of confidence in the result of the 2020 vote and the integrity of Georgia's elections, supposedly, right? But the way we begin to restore confidence in our voting system is by passing the bill. Georgia's Rep. Uh, Barry Fleming, the bill's co-sponsor, said in a floor debate on the proposal. But this is a problem entirely of the Republicans' own making. From Trump on down, key party leaders and operatives have worked to sow doubt in the validity of the 2020 results. By passing SB 202, Georgia's Republicans are merely ratifying their own big lie. Think about this from the point of view of somebody who believes the Trump story of the 2020 election, that mail-in ballots were fraudulent, that in-person votes are the only reliable ones, that local election officials in heavily Democratic areas like Atlanta cheated, and that the feckless state-level Republicans like Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger refused to intervene and stop them out of nothing but cowardice this is the story that they're telling each other and that this bill validates this is all a ludicrous fantasy of course but if you really believed it and wanted to prevent it in the future then you would have designed bills like sb202 one that makes mail-in voting harder and takes away power from voting officials who failed to as trump said stop the steal Right? You would disenfranchise the elected officials who stood in the way of of the actual steal that was going on. You know, hey, I just need 15,000 votes here, buddy. Hey, do me a favor here. (sighs) And that, in fact, appears to have been what was on the state legislature's mind when they wrote the bill. Stephen Fowler, a Georgia reporter who covers elections, writes that the vast majority of Georgia's rank-and-file Republican elected officials jumped on board a series of harebrained lawsuits and schemes to try to, to overthrow the state's election. 
In December, Georgia House Republicans held a series of hearings in which speakers like Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani were invited to spout more theories about how the election was stolen from Trump. Democrats are relying on the always suspect absentee ballot process, suckering succotash, to inch ahead in the Georgia and other close states. Oh, that wasn't Giuliani, that was somebody else. If elections were like coastal cities, absentee balloting would be the shady part of town. This is some quotes. My God. Josh McLarn, a Democrat in Georgia's House, told me that the state GOP is a party whose election policy is driven by Trump's big lie. Reverse engineering SB202 to solve the wholly fictitious problem invented by Trump and his allies. The new rules aren't just premised on a lie. Their enactment also validates that lie. The the success and failure of the GOP anti-democratic agenda, another piece of the context of the debate over the SP-202 provision, is the GOP has been working to fix the state election rules across the country in its favor for years now, a campaign that's accelerating in the wake of Trump's stolen election claim. According to the Brennan Center, a nonpartisan institute that studies voting rights, there are currently... 361 bills in 47 state houses around the country that would restrict voting. Most of which attempt to put limits on absentee voting. These bills, according to Brennan, are a backlash against 2020's historic voter turnout. Being pushed under the pretense of responding to a basis, baseless, excuse me, and racist allegation of voter fraud and election irregularities. It's a lie. So far, these bills have only passed in Republican-controlled state governments like Georgia's, and recent history suggests they're only likely to pass in such governments. A new working paper by the University of Washington, Jake Grumbach, attempted to measure the health of democracy in all 50 states between, 20, between the year 2000 and 2018. The findings were unambiguous. Republican controlled, con, excuse me, Republican control over state government was correlated with large and measurable declines in the health and state of the democracy. It's fair to say at this point that the Republican Party is engaged in a long-running and at times systematic attempt to change the rules in their favor. Not every tactic they've used in the fight has been equally effective. Gerrymandering at both the state level and national level has a much cleaner partisan effect than voter ID laws. But the fact that some of these laws don't end up being effective at suppressing turnout isn't a defense of the GOP. Attempted murder is still a crime. And focusing too heavy on the details of any one bill not only misses the overall context, but it also serves to normalize the GOP's anti-democratic project. So that's the background in 
um, when, as we keep in mind, when we're when we listen to Megan McCain unpacking her outrage as she tries to unpack like an adult, she's trying to pretend to be somebody that has a view worthy of the platform she's been given. But she's just another example of how how lost this country truly is, that we have to listen to the likes of her. Um, so victimization and and jump in this uh, this big lie like there's a i think it's really weird to talk about this you because there's like a lot of facts that are completely inaccurate chuck schumer's going on tv saying we need to support uh you know the mlb we need to support what's happening but in the state of new york it doesn't have no excuse voting it has fewer voting day restrictions you can't hand out food and water in new york and it relies on signature matching which is not excuse me i live in new york you don't oh well does she live in new york oh yeah she does now but I voted. I've never waited nine hours online in New York. Well, I live, uh, you know, I'm white. My my skin is not. But usually here in New York, we haven't had the problems. I, I don't see the lines, the same lines. People online for nine hours. They only started having problems here in New York. Well, when uh, in, when Bernie Sanders was on the ticket, then there were. So there was some, uh, well, Democratic operatives and that were fuss- fucking around with the voting. You know, corporate Dems, I should say. So this whole um, whataboutism, uh, of course, this is what the Republicans go to. Nobody is in New York. We're not here. Um, there's nobody uh, passing laws after saying that the election was stolen in New York. It's not happening here. So it's not about New York. But this is what Republicans do. I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? It's a schoolyard bully tactic again. We're not talking about New York, bitch. Nobody was passing laws against voting in New York. If these are the laws in New York... Okay, I didn't know that you can't pass out food. Nobody knows that. It's not, it doesn't seem to be a problem. Uh, Nobody seems, we don't really have a problem of voting in New York. No one is trying to kick people off the voting rolls. So shut your filthy fascist face and focus on the task at hand. That is Georgia that passed this bill to uh, validate Trump's big lie, you, you son of a bitch. Not no, That didn't happen in New York. Happening in Georgia. It's just intellectually dishonest. It's harder to vote in New York than it is in Georgia. And Chuck no, Schumer has a No, it's not. Problem. No, it's not. Show me the, li- the 15-hour long lines in New York. You won't find them. Please, a valid, yes, what did she talk about? Signature validation. That's how we vote in New York. We don't show ID. You register to vote, and then the day of the election, you go to the polls, you give your district, and then you sign your name on the rolls. You don't show an ID because your signature is your ID. 
So, but she's trying to say that this is the, the problem. There's no voter ID required in New York. So she's talking about signature validation. That's how we've been doing it for, for long before I've been, I was born. And that's how the other states were doing it until the Republicans started up with their voter suppression, voter ID, poll taxes. You don't need an ID. You already got your ID. You registered to vote. Then your name's on the rolls. And then you go and you sign your name. And nobody else can come in and vote under your name because you signed in. Fucking son of a bitch. You can't hand out food and water in New York, and it relies on I signature matching, sta- which is uh, not her, happening in Georgia. Notes. It's just intellectually dishonest. It's harder to vote You're in New York than it is in Georgia, and Chuck Schumer has a problem Bullshit. with it. Stacey Abrams didn't want this boycott. I don't think we're going to accomplish anything just by all of us boycotting each other. President Trump right now is Shut calling up. for many boycotts for many different things because the left is trying to cancel each other out, according to him. Uh, more confusing b- doublespeak. The left is trying to cancel each other out. No, I wish I, you would be canceled. We only cancel the things that suck. So take some responsibility. Nobody uh, is trying to cancel things that don't suck, that aren't racist and divisive and a, and a bunch of lies. We're trying to cancel the the anti-American attack on our our, our elections. If you aren't trying to cancel the elections, why all of a sudden do you need these laws when you lose all of a sudden? And it's a lie. You know it's a lie. They all know it's a lie. But here's Megan Mc- the fake outrage. They're the victims. Everybody's canceling them. They're canceling voting, and but don't look over here. Look over there. Look over this. Look over that. Well, when when the people of New York start saying, "Hey, they're trying to prevent them from voting," then I, I, I I'll be joining you in the outrage. But that's not happening. It's but it is happening in Georgia. It's, a, it's what? It's it doesn't make any sense to me how they don't see this. But I think it's just that they've been so trained to be like, what about this? What about that? What about you? We're not talking about New York. Cancel, cancel, cancel culture, cancel culture. I'm being canceled. You're going to cancel. I was promised unity. Well, Stop trying to kick people off the voting rolls. Stop respond. Stop validating a big lie. Cut your damn standard. Cut that goddamn con man out of your party. Once and for all. Oh, no, you can't because you're just like him. That's why. I'm really, really disappointed in President Biden. If we're in a place, he's the first sitting president in U.S. history to call for an economic boycott. He didn't call for an economic boycott, you dumb bitch. He he didn't call for the boycott. There she goes again. He didn't call for a boycott. He said, good, this is voter suppression. This is Jim Crow. 
Yeah, damn right, it's Jim Crow. When you're passing laws based on a lie, you're, you're not on the right side of history. State. This is healing the soul of the nation. Healing the this soul. is bringing Americans together. This is being a president for all of America. It is not. This oh, you see, there you go again. That's how, just like I was saying, it, it's only healing when we do exactly what they want us to do. When we roll over and take their voter suppression tactics we, when we roll over and allow the republic clowns to destroy democracy unfettered by our pesky canceling them we should just allow it this you're not healing us you know what would be really healing right now if you allow us to destroy democracy based on the big lie that our tax cheating draft dodging dictator envying con man who received fewer votes got is a culture war stuff at its very base level and it is culture war yeah one of one of one of us part of us is uh has the culture embraces the culture of democracy and some of us don't culture wars you see they don't even know how to argue about this there's no defending it that's why they have to go all uh it's like triggered completely triggered and out comes all kinds of it's like everything that they could possibly throw at the wall cancel culture and you're not unifying and everybody's picking on us and look over here what about what about is and what about new york what about this what about that it's like a cornered rat. No offense to rats. Only seeking to divide us even further, and that is not what I was promised with President Biden. <laughs> not. Oh, so you were promised more voter suppression, is that it? You were promised that when... Uh, like the good old days when uh, Whitey tries to suppress our our fellow Americans with darker pigment, then um, we, the, everybody just has to take it. Uh, that was not what I was promised. What are you talking about, bitch? You and your freaks are trying are, are passing laws based on lies again, again, again. Again, all the time. This is what they do, always, based on a lie. How many more people? How many people have to die based on lies? How many people have to uh, not have a democracy based on lies? Everything we, everywhere we look. They're passing laws based on everything because they're full of shit, that's why. It's like I, in my head, I'm arguing with myself, and I'm like, why, why? And the other part is like, of course, because they, they're full of shit. They don't like democracy. They never did, they never do, they never will. This is why when, it, when they get in power, this is what they do. When their big lie didn't work, when the stop gaps when the, their very own secretaries of state wouldn't go along with the grift, they had to swoop in and foment that lie, and then 
make sure that that'll never happen again. And here, here comes Meghan McCain and the rest of them to cry victim about it. That we're not letting them get away with it. That doesn't make you a victim, Meghan McCain. That makes you a perp. Just like all of them. That's the way they are. And Matt gets the same thing. Oh, victim, victim, victim. They're the victims. When the long arm of the law catches up to them. Well, when the people aren't going to roll over and take it. Take their voter-suppressing tactics. We could see through you. And I know they could throw up all the smoke they want. It doesn't change the fact that they're full of crap. That they're, all of their voter suppression tactics are based in lies. And I guess they can't deal with that. They, they can't answer that. So they'll talk about New York. And they'll talk about Joe Biden promised unity. And wah, wah, wah. What about this? And what about that? Final thing, if we're going to do this moral equivalency sliding scale with the Biden administration, 100% you need to come out today and say that you are boycotting the Beijing Olympics because there is mass genocide going on with the Uyghurs there. What? And you have nothing to say. We have nothing to say about this, and we're still going to go to the Olympics where mass genocide is happening, but we are going to boycott everything in the state of Georgia. Hey, you son of a bitch. We're talking about voter suppression. We're not talking about the Uyghurs right now. What about the Uyghurs? What about this? There are kids starving in, in China or whatever. What about this? What about that? What about over here? What about... Blah, 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 blah? Hey, focus. The Uyghurs. It's the moral equivalency. So what are you saying? It's, it's wrong to suppress the vote, right? Two wrongs don't make a right. I don't know. I know you are, but what am I? What about this? What about that? What about boo? What about he? What about boo? Somebody in New York did this and blah, 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 And Joe Biden said that. And he got a Pinocchio. But you got a Pinocchio just now because you were giving him a Pinocchio and telling everybody that he got a Pinocchio for something that he didn't get a Pinocchio for. What about this? What about that? What about the blah 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 blah? Strike and 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 That's how I feel. I'm gonna strike my head against the wall. Let there be that we would strike the ground for you. What about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? What about the Uyghurs? That is ridiculous. The American public aren't stupid. They aren't. And this is just virtue signaling across the board. And like- you see, I, I, she's reading off of a pad of, of paper. So she, she was like, tomorrow, when we talk about this Georgia MLB, we're, I am going to blow them away. I'm going to blow them out of the water with all of my succinct, fast-speaking nonsense that whataboutism and uh, I know you are but what am I and uh, victimized uh, I thought we were all going to be unified around the big lie Joe Biden promised unity around the big lie didn't he 
or not, Republicans and Democrats have learned to live with each other. I mean, that went on. How long did that go on? That felt like a lifetime. Talk the most, the least to say, though, right? And then Whoopi. I'm not a big Whoopi fan, as you know, but... It's happening, but we are going to boycott everything in the state of Georgia. That is ridiculous. We're boycotting your big lie, bitch. You can't deny it. You, that's what we're boycotting. That's what's happening. Okay? You're a bunch of liars who didn't like that you lost the election. You're a con man lost. You're a tax-cheating, draft-dodging traitor. You're traitor. You're treason. You're, you're treason weasel. And his white supremacist mob... His KKK mob of, of white supremacist incels, dupes, and Karens who stormed the Capitol and murdered people. That's what, you know, that's what's happening here. We're not putting up with your shit anymore. You can whine and cry and say you're a victim. You're not the victims, honey. Uh-oh, what's going on? Hey, hey, hey. Be good now. These goddamn cats better get along. They're driving me nuts. The American public aren't stupid. They aren't. You are. And this is just virtue signaling. Look at her. Relax, bitch. It's virtue signaling. Is it? No, it's voter suppression. It's a big lie. It's called fascism. Read up about it. Read up about how how tenuous it is. How republics die. How they must be cultivated and protected from the likes of you. For them, to, for Republic to survive. How we can't let the, the, the filthy enemies from within to get away with their bullshit, their big lie. <sighs> Wait, I have to get my, my air spray out. That generally stops the madness. They don't like that noise. Look at her. It's true, Paradu. She about to pop. She is. She's like... Bah, 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 bah. She's getting redder and redder and strike and strike and strike and Africa, see how not racist they are? They're coming from Africa. They, we picked Africa to make the fake angels come. See, I'm not racist. See, 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 see. Angelic forces, angelic see? reinforcements. South America, too. See? We're not racist. See? See? Kaka, kika, kaka. For I hear the sound of victory. 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 I'm just looking for an explosion. I have the wait. 
<laughs> I don't have a sound effect though. Make. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Then it gets awkward. Art, and this is just virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. And like it or not. Republicans and Democrats they do have to know learn to that live with each other. I'm not like I'm it sorry. or not. Republicans and Democrats have to learn to live with each other and live with each other's big lies. You just have to live with our big lie. What big lie? What big lie are we telling? That you're you're trying to kick people off the voting roll. This is a, a a tactic that the Republicans have been engaging in for generations. You're just gonna have we're gonna have to live with each other meaning what that we're just gonna have to take whatever democracy destroying tactics you inflict on the country based on your big lie okay what what so then Whoopi is like listening and she can't take it i guess that is ridiculous the american ridiculous. public are stupid they aren't you and are this is just virtue signaling across the board and like it or what's not what's so virtue signaling yes we signal the virtue that we are a pro-democracy uh, nation that's what you signal that's what the that's that's what the president does with his bully pulpit you know, like in the past when Twitler, what was Twitler signaling? What virtues were he, was he signaling? The lack of any? The, the virtues of, of selfishness, of racism, of division, of lies, of I, I got mine, of you don't give a shit about your fellow Americans, so don't wear a mask, liberate this, liberate Virginia, liberate Michigan. Liberate your soul from your body. That's it. Don't, I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to do it because that's uh, my freedom. It's only virtue signaling. Everything's virtue. I mean, yeah. We should virtue signal about uh, the kind of country we want to be. That what's good, what's bad, what we will accept. That's how you, you cultivate a republic and and how it survives what, what virtues are they signaling they the lack of any it's virtue signaling it's it's cancel culture it's what about ism it's i got mine it's the, the, the. cancel culture cancel culture cancel culture strike it strike it strike it strike republicans and democrats they do have to, know learn to that live with each other i'm not i'm sorry Oh yes, they do. God, sorry, they do. Me a headache. That's all right. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Are, you, are you done? Yeah. Are you done, yes, bitch? Yes, sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, you because you seem okay. done. Okay. You look red like uh, uh, I just lobster. Just want to point out done. that the law allows the Republican legislator to appoint the board chair and most of the members. You know. I can tell you, you know, I, I don't know if Joe Biden was lying. I don't know who was lying, but I'm telling you, this all came about because of a lie. Yep. There was no problem with the election. That's there right. There was no problem. They couldn't find one. They couldn't find one. That's right. So let's start with that. I don't know about Beijing. I haven't thought about it. <laughs> really? This, Beijing. This is BS, and it's BS all the way across, in my opinion. Yeah. Beijing.
What the fuck was that? Beijing. If you're gonna boycott, boycott Georgia, you better boycott Beijing because there's genocide going on in Beijing. We're not talking about that. Focus. Can you focus, bitch? And strike, and strike, and strike, and strike. There's an explosion. <laughs> I'm sorry. They do. That's our. And Democrats they do have to know learn to that live with each other. The American public aren't stupid. They aren't, and this is just virtue signaling across the board. Virtue and signaling. Like it or not, Republicans and Democrats they do have to know learn to that live with each other. I'm not. I'm sorry. Yes, they do. I'm sorry. They do. I'm That's all right. Yeah, yeah. She, he should probably like shut yeah, up. Go ahead. Go ahead, bitch. You. I'm sorry. Are what? you, are you done? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Right. Sorry. Okay. Bye. 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 Okay. Bye. Uh, I just want to point out that the law allows the Republican legislator to appoint the board chair and most of the members. You know, I can strike tell you, strike. you know, I, I don't know if Joe Biden was lying. I don't know who was lying, but I'm telling you, this all came about because of a lie. Yep. There was no problem with the election. There was no problem. They couldn't find one. They couldn't find one. So let's start with that. Yep. I don't know about Beijing. I haven't thought about it. But this, this is BS, and it's BS all the way across, in my opinion. Yep. But you, I, I don't even, that's, that's amazing. Imagine being married to her. Holy shit. They have to be the same, I guess. She did marry somebody who sucks, too. Holy moly. All of this, uh, well, uh, It'll, I don't know. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Jesus. God, we're trying to st just stop. Stop. We're trying to vote, okay? Stop putting up barriers and then having a goddamn dumped poopy diaper screaming, ranting fit about it. That you're not being unified and that it's cancel culture and the Uyghurs and there's genocide somewhere and we better uh, uh, look at New York. God. Jesus Christ. Anyway. All right. It's time to go strike and strike and strike and strike my head against the wall. And we'll see what happens tomorrow. I'm out too, Play Dave. I'm peacing out. Listen, 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 listen. Thank you, Richard, for your super chat. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. Remember, remember, remember. We will win. Yes, Resist Evolved on the chat says, actually, 70-plus million are stupid. Yes. Yes, that is true. And that's why we have to do the show and promote, support the liberal media, keep it going, keep it growing, become, yes, I hear the sound of bedtime. Yes, me too, Paradu. So listen, become a, listen, listen, you are listening. I'm sorry. Become a patron patreon.com slash Tara Devlin to keep the show going and growing and maybe one day we'll get a producer and things will go smoother but 
in the meantime i will try to do a show tomorrow we'll see how the day goes i'm trying i'll try to do as many shows as possible just to connect with you guys because i don't feel right unless i'm hanging out with you guys i really don't because it's depressing living in the united states of serfs and lords at least we're doing something about it and this is doing something getting together exposing the con and conservative as tom Harmon says and building a community that is unapologetically liberal because we don't have it we're on the right side of history we're on the right side of democracy we're on the right side of decency and we will win they have to pretend to be us but we are us we're sincere we're really trying to make a more perfect union that's what it's about leave no one behind have a country that works for all what the hell is wrong with that what is so hard about that megan mccain oh you don't want to pay taxes that's what it is they're selfish they want all the benefits of civilization and they're so ignorant that they don't understand that that requires a uh, the that we all understand that we are in this together that there has to be progressive taxation all of this is and that and that democracies aren't a given that they they often fail well that's one thing the republicans know and they are certainly exploiting it so let's not give them the satisfaction we will fight we will win because we are on the right side of history. Yep, we're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, and we stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you, thank you so much for hanging out, and I will see you very soon.